Hey everyone and welcome back to the Empowerment Podcast with your host Alice Lilly. My name is Alice and this podcast is designed to help empower you to live your happiest, healthiest life. And in today's episode, we are going to be speaking about how you can stop shit-talking yourself and why forcing yourself to love yourself just isn't, isn't gonna work. And if you are on a journey of trying to love yourself or be kinder to yourself, then this episode is going to be perfect for that. So I'm really excited to get into that. Before we do start, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who listens and supports the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Gabby. I loved our conversation that we had and kind of following on from what we were speaking about, you know, we were speaking a lot about last week, how, um, it's so important that if we want to be starting a journey of health and fitness, that we're starting it from this kind of place, you know, from it being about caring for yourself and being kind to yourself and loving yourself. And we did speak about, you know, things that you can do in order to help that. But what I want to go through in more depth today is helping you understand why maybe the things that you are seeing online or trying to do aren't actually supporting you in what you want to achieve with trying to love yourself or with trying to like yourself or stop hating yourself and things that you can start doing to stop shit talking yourself and give you a bit more of an in-depth guide around that so yeah really excited to be speaking about that today I just also wanted to say we are coming into the new year now well we're on the 8th of December today when I'm recording this but if you know that you want to work with me in a one-to-one capacity in the new year I would love to speak to you before then because I am taking deposits and speaking and having conversations with women now who want to start in January so if you want to make sure that you reserve a space to begin in January then please send me a on Instagram so we can chat about that if you are wanting to enter the new year and stop hating yourself start working towards loving yourself you want to finally stop yo-yo dieting stop going to January and being like oh new year new me um and then by the end of January or February giving up again if you're ready to leave that behind and you're ready to actually create healthy sustainable habits in your life so you can stop overeating start thriving in life start nourishing your body out of habit and feeling good about it if you want to learn to love exercise you want to just start becoming the healthiest version of yourself but the happiest version of yourself, then let's do it. Let's work together. Send me a DM on Instagram, even if you just want to have a conversation about it for now. Send me a DM, let's chat about it. But without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Okay, so if you are trying to love yourself, and I remember when I was first kind of going on my journey of like, deciding that you know I want to learn to love myself or like I was just thinking you know that is not something that I do I don't love myself and kind of really realizing that I was being so negative towards myself when I first started out on my journey of trying to love myself I feel like the things that I would were doing were a waste of time and it wasn't giving me the result that I wanted Things like, you know, when you say people, when you see people say things about, you know, affirmations and, you know, saying I love myself or saying standing in the mirror and and forcing yourself to pick something out that you love about your appearance or that you looking at yourself and seeing the things that you hate and trying to turn them around into things that you like. And that's not going to work, really, like, because you don't love those things. So you can't just turn hatred for something if you do hate yourself or strong dislike about certain things about yourself, about your parents or like whatever. You can't just turn strong dislike into love. Like think about, I hate mushrooms. I fucking hate mushrooms. I don't know how anyone can like them. They're disgusting. 
I just can't love them, can I? I can't just decide that I love mushrooms today. If I was going to try to like mushrooms, now certain foods that I don't like, I don't like want to not like them. Like I would like to like all foods because, you know, then you can explore different recipes and have different things in restaurants and, or, you know, if their options are limited, like you could have things that have mushroom in, but I would never eat anything with mushroom in because I don't like it. If I was going to try to like it, I wouldn't just chop myself up a whole thing of mushrooms and start forcing myself to eat it. Like I just wouldn't do that. I'm not going to like it if I do that. What I might start doing is like chopping them up into small bits and like adding them into things where I might not taste it as much or where it has a stronger flavor, you know, chop it up and put it in like a bolognese or something. You know, I'm still not going to do that because I don't like mushrooms and I'm not going to do it and I'm not actually trying to start liking mushrooms. I don't like them. But if you're trying to start liking yourself, you're not just going to, you're not just going to go all in and just, it's not, that's not going to work. And when we do that we're just wasting our time and then you might feel like deflated or disheartened and something else that I think is really um like unuseful as well is if you are like following loads of people on social media who you think are spreading spreading sending you the right message or spreading the right message with you know self-love and doing things as a form of self-love but not if those kinds of accounts aren't also showing you the flip side it's important that you follow people who are authentic and show you an accurate representation of the journey of self-love or the fact that they're not going to love themselves every day or not going to love their bodies every day because I am definitely not one to sit here and say I love myself every single day of the week. I'm human. I have bad days. But what I do is I appreciate my body and I appreciate myself who I am, which is something that I never used to do. And that helps with being able to deal with bad days, you know, because you're human, you're going to have bad days, you're going to have a day where you don't feel good, or where something happens that triggers you, or you're during your period, or you're just feeling low. And and that's another thing as well, you know, I speak a lot about body image on the podcast, and how our body image can be negatively impaired on a day where we are upset or triggered about something else we can be very quick to take things out on our bodies or about our appearance right but I mean as a whole today I want to talk about like you know being no longer available for shit talking yourself and trying to work on self-love but so see what I mean about going from self-hate to self-love it's like you've skipped quite a lot of steps there that people don't really speak about because it doesn't just happen like I'm not just going to hate mushrooms and then start loving mushrooms. It would come in stages. Now, see, there are other things that in my life that I didn't like before and that I ended up liking. Gin and tonic. I used to fucking hate gin and tonic. I used to think that's disgusting. I don't know how anyone could drink it. And then gradually over time after like, you know, I think I started having like pink gin and flavored tonic, you know, easing myself into it. And then now I would just drink normal gin, normal tonic. And I like that. I like the taste of that. But I didn't like that before. Coffee. I, when I was younger, I didn't like coffee. And I would, so then I would have like coffee with like five sugars or something. I'm not recommending coffee with five sugars. I'm talking about when I was like really young and thought that it was funny to like in Starbucks with your friends, like pour the sugar so much, like unnecessary. And then over time, I, I, I have sugar in coffee. I like coffee. I love coffee and I drink coffee every day, but I didn't used to like it. See, you can learn to love yourself 
over time you're not just gonna okay you're enough with the the analogies about food and drinks and stuff like that but you you see what I mean right so we're skipping some stages there so what I think is probably the best first step and first stage when trying to embark on this journey is deciding that you're no longer available for talking shit about yourself it doesn't mean that you're never gonna talk shit about yourself again because remember you're human these things come up it's hard to reprogram your brain and thoughts after years of self-destruct if you have always been in a negative place inside your brain or you you know society just feeds us things to make us feel self-conscious about ourselves or if we're constantly consuming social media that makes us feel insecure or we are constantly having conversations with friends and family members where we're saying oh you know I just feel so uncomfortable about myself right now which are constantly engaging in those kinds of conversations or hearing other people talk about them I have lost count of the amount of times I have been out in public and over heard conversations of women talking about how much they how much weight they've put on or how much they don't like themselves right now and things like that it's that like all of these things over over a period of time over a period of years in your life have contributed to how you feel about yourself right now so we need to work in steps and stages and deciding you're no longer available for talking shit about yourself is a good start so that doesn't mean as I said it doesn't mean you're never going to talk shit about yourself again but being able to respond to those thoughts when they come up and saying reminding yourself I'm no longer longer available for this that doesn't mean when a negative thought about yourself about your appearance about your body whatever comes into your head that you then say oh no but I love myself it just means that you can just stop yourself in your tracks and not let those negative thoughts run you down like spiral into more negative thoughts and then potentially affect your actions because that's what happens the issues that we have come from our actions us taking action on negative thoughts if we are constantly consuming negative thoughts about our bodies we then tend to our actions might then be well I need to go on a restrictive diet I need to exercise to punish myself you know they're not going to be positive actions that come from these negative thoughts they're going to be negative or self-sabotaging or maybe you know you might binge or overeat because you just feel so upset with about how you look and then that keeps you in that kind of spiral and negative cycle so instead of you know that spiral and cycle happening with negative thoughts being able to just stop them and say okay I'm no longer available for that reminding yourself that is the first step in my opinion and it's not going to feel easy like it might feel a bit weird and unnatural at first but like that's just the first step and if you can be able to respond and then not let the thoughts tailor off and just be like okay I'm just going to get back on with my day and not let these negative thoughts spiral with me for the rest of the day like how good will that feel for you to not just be inside your head for the rest of the day when you're having a bad day just talking shit about yourself And then I would say the next kind of steps from there would be trying to be more self-compassionate. I've done loads of like talking, content, uh, podcasts, all about self-compassion and why it's so important. If you want to listen to one of my previous podcasts and scroll down, I think maybe like episode 42 I did um, was about why you need to be more self-compassionate or why self-compassion is so important. And I often have... um, Oh my God, I guessed that right, episode 42. (laughs) Um, I often have conversations with clients where, you know, we're reflecting about, you know, what are the real big game changes in their journey and what are the things that they felt has made a big difference in their lives and becoming more self-compassionate is that. And being self-compassionate doesn't mean 
so forcing self-love every day it means just treating yourself with kindness and respect opening up and talking to yourself the way that you would speak to a friend or a family member comforting yourself in that way reminding yourself that you are human you're going to have bad days you're going to think bad thoughts you're not going to feel great all the time but if you can respond to yourself with compassion in these kinds of situations and rather than let you know the negative thought spiral then our actions don't then come from that and you know we, we feel better about that. So that would kind of be the, the next kind of steps and stages and just trying to actively think about being intentional with um, things that you're doing, things that you might already do. You probably already cook yourself dinner most evenings or make yourself lunch or breakfast or whatever, making your, make yourself meals. You probably do that every day for most meals. You probably have a shower every day. You probably go to bed every day. You probably, I mean, I'm saying probably like these things. These are things that you already do. You do your morning routine with your skincare or something or your evening routine or skincare or maybe you don't. Or um, maybe you go on a walk every day. Things that you might already do, right? So take these things. How about we take these things and actively, intentionally think about when we are doing them that this is an act of kindness and care and respect towards yourself, this is something that you're doing for yourself. Something that I intentionally try to think about when I am cooking for myself. Sometimes I just can't be bothered, mate. Like I hate chopping vegetables. I I'm just not. I'm not one of the people that like loves making healthy recipes or like posting about food on my Instagram. Like that's just not me. I don't really enjoy that. Like I do all the cooking in my house, but I don't really like love it. But what I try and do when I am like spending the time to make myself a healthy meal making a healthy dinners is I really try to be more intentional with my time when I'm doing that and engage in thoughts about how me doing this is an act of care and respect and kindness towards my body um you know think like when I'm chopping up some vegetables or when I'm doing something like you know when I'm just slaving away in the kitchen whilst my boyfriend is at work waiting for him to come home I'm thinking about how doing this is an act of compassion for myself instead of just you know, throwing an oven pizza in, which don't get me wrong, I do every Friday, we usually have oven pizzas every Friday, but you know, on the days where I'm not doing that, I'm reminding myself that just spending that little bit of extra time making myself a nutritious meal is an act of kindness and compassion towards myself, or when you're going out on a walk and just moving your body or listening to a podcast or just being present and looking around and seeking beauty around you, like that, thinking about that, that is something that is an act of self-love it's is an, it's an act of self-love an act of self-compassion towards yourself and if you can intentionally think about it like that then the experience that you have when you do that is going to be more magical more enjoyable and you're going to feel like you know I'm actually showing up for myself and treating myself in a kind way when you're thinking about the intention see how the same action could be like okay I'm going out on a walk to burn off calories and punish myself the intention behind that is negative. You, the enjoyment factor that you are going to have on that is going to be way less than if you were to just be going out and thinking about, I'm going to go out and I'm not going to take my headphones and I'm going to just look around and see what things around me are like lovely parts of nature and lovely um just experiences and things to look at around me. I really lost my train of thought what I was thinking there. Um, but you see what I mean? The same, the same thing, but can come across in two different ways. 
right? So trying to think about doing that a little bit more. And something else that I think is really powerful is to have some visual prompts around your house or around your computer, your phone, things that you're going to look and see at often because it's so easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life and forget about the things that you're trying to do. And this is why as well, you know, you might be, your motivation to do things might decrease or like you might forget about why, why am I doing this? What am I doing? What is actually the benefit of this? Why am I doing this? And if you can have some kind of like positive um, statements or neutral statements that remind yourself of what you're trying to affirm, and it doesn't have to be like, I love my body, you know, it can just be, you could even have a statement, like a a post-it note that is on your desk that says, I'm no longer available for shit talking myself. Because how many times are you going to read that? Like each day, probably quite a few, if you just see it's up there and just read yourself and it being a reminder or having that as a background on your phone or, or something else, you know, whatever kind of like statement that feels good to you. And that feels like, you know, it's not forced. It is, it's positive, but it's also not, you know, something that, you know, cause some days you're going to, you're going to have a bad mood. You're not going to want to love yourself. And that's why as well, like it's for, forcing it it's just it's not it's just not gonna work so having uh things visually like uh, affirmations or you know um just even like photos or statements or whatever reminders on your places that you're gonna see visually and something else that I think is really good to do I think I have spoken about this before is having a photo of your younger self somewhere maybe on a mirror your bedroom mirror your bathroom mirror because these are the places that we are more likely to, you know, be getting changed and looking at yourself in the mirror or, you know, getting naked to go in the shower and looking at yourself, judging yourself in a mirror. And if you can have a photo of your younger self as a visual reminder that that's still you, you are still that young person and you, they, you do not deserve to shit talk yourself. You do not deserve to be spoken to the way that you speak to yourself. And neither did they. So looking at that photo can be a visual reminder that imagine if you were having, imagine standing there in front of your younger self. Imagine physically standing there in front of your younger self and repeating all of the negative things that you say to yourself. You just couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. So having that photo there I think can be a really powerful tool to use to as a reminder so that you can stop yourself in your tracks and just say okay you know I'm I'm no longer available for this um I really really like the idea of that and one other thing as well that I think is really important um to be mindful of is conversations that you have with friends and family you know you might or like people in the office and stuff like that like conversations that are had that are shit talking yourselves to each other it's so common that women gather together and they'll be like oh I hate my thighs or oh I hate this about myself or my skin's so bad right now or this or that and the other and I mean it's okay like say for example if you are breaking out more that day okay that's fine but remind yourself like what is the benefit that I get from it's not even moaning, it's just shit talking yourself speaking about yourself in a negative way or like whatever like what is the benefit that you're getting from that that there isn't really. And often you might not even realize that when you are speaking negatively about yourself to a friend, that can be negatively impacting how your friend feels about themselves. So, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm feeling so insecure right now, I'm feeling so big right now, or whatever, like your friend might be thinking, well, God, if like she thinks that about herself, like 
I, I like I, what do I what does she think about me or what how how should I feel you know I was maybe feeling good about myself today but she's saying she doesn't feel good and I think look at her and think that she looks incredible but she says she doesn't feel good so like you know you know so having conversations or trying to put boundaries in place in these kinds of conversations and this doesn't have to be all about you it's about each other you know about the doing the work where you're trying to be kinder to yourself benefits people around you because you can share your knowledge you can share your experience share your journey with them and say hey like I'm on this journey right now where I'm trying to like not talk shit about myself why don't you do it with me because think about it like this what are you benefiting from from saying nasty things about yourself instead you can try to um reinforce like positive comments towards your friend and that doesn't have to be oh no you're beautiful you're stunning again try to take it away from appearance and say you know you're such a good friend you're such a hard worker um you're such a good mom you're such a good person I really enjoy your company you always make me laugh you know saying things like that that aren't affirming things about looks and appearance can be useful and just yeah putting conversations in in place, putting boundaries in place with, you know, friends, family members. I know coming into the Christmas period, uh, conversations with families over like the holiday periods, I feel like tend to revolve around bodies. Sometimes if you might not have seen family members for a while, sometimes some unkind family members take it upon themselves to make comments about your body or if it's something that people have always done or or comments about your appearance and stuff if it's something that these people have always done but you've never put boundaries in place now's the time now's the time to say hey I don't appreciate you kind of um I don't appreciate you making comments about my body or appearance I'm on a journey of um kind of improving how I feel about myself so I'd really would rather that you keep your opinions and comments to yourself I'm pretty sure I did again a whole podcast around dealing with unhelpful comments from friends and family members that was ages ago like I'm pretty sure it was like this time last year um let me have a little look on my list how to deal with negative comments um unsupported friends and family members episode 25 if you wanted to go head back and listen to that um but yeah I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode today I really loved speaking about this and I want you guys to be able to embark on your own journey of self-love and or self-acceptance and not forcing self-love and not getting the kind of benefit of things that you want so yeah as always if you enjoy the podcast I really appreciate it if you leave a review or rating wherever you're listening to it and if you share on your story I really really appreciate that as well thank you so much for listening guys I'll speak to you all in the next one